and welcome back to Take One, the podcast that brings you just one life-giving page of Talmud every day. I mean this as I so often do, quite literally, because in today's Dapim, today's pages, the Talmud finds the rabbis, and particularly the priests, in a very contemplative mood, talking about, well, their mamas. Why, they ask, did they have the privilege of being such wonderful, studious, righteous men who are also tall and adept at serving Hashem? And, obviously, they go back to their mothers and their mothers' behaviors. Some say, well, it's because my mother only used the finest flour. The other is like, no, maybe it's because she used only the finest wood. And, of course, they Go and do what every good journalist would tell you to do. There's the old journalistic adage, if your mother tells you she loves you, check it out. And they go ask the mothers. And one mother said, well, it's because I was so righteous and modest, I covered my hair even inside my own home. But then the rabbi said, no, other women did it. What is it that mothers do that can make their sons and daughters particularly righteous? And they go into this whole wonderful discussion that at some point suggests that maybe God himself intervenes as impregnation happens and chooses the select sperm that would contain the seed, the essence of a great human being. This is all very mystical stuff. And so I called the one mystically minded mother I know, my wise and dear friend and teacher, the fearless leader of Tablet Magazine, the great, the one and only Alana Newhouse. Hello. Hi. And so, Alana, as someone who thinks both about motherhood and about her relationship with God and about the interactions of these two sacred undertakings, looking at today's daf of Talmud, do the rabbis have something there? Is motherhood indeed some kind of mystical journey done only in partnership with the Creator? Well, it's not done only in partnership with the Creator because there tend to be other people involved usually, but. I would say that I find the question quite interesting. On the one hand, I want to say that God is as involved in this process as in any other process of human existence. But I'm not so sure that that makes sense. Meaning, I could see an exception being made for the idea of bringing a new soul into the world, that God's engagement increases in that moment. The question, in some senses, comes from a place of being aware of the enormity of the magic involved in having and raising a human being. On the other hand, there's a part of me, the feminist part of me, that feels like there's something implied in it that it's so magical that women must have help (laughs) in doing it. That obviously it couldn't be something that women brought the magic to. Right. It can't be that you, you know, raised a fine son to be a good man just because you're a fine person yourself. It has to have been some kind of mystical flower and wood involved process that pleased the Lord. Correct. And what I guess I wonder is whether or not, if we're going to be mystical about it and anthropomorphic about it, did God give over the responsibility for this obviously exceptional act to women because women had a capacity that men didn't. That was the explanation of my own education. And when I was growing up, I had a a very Kabbalistically influenced Hashkafa teacher who frequently talked to us about all sorts of 
more mystical interpretations of halacha or of Jewish history. And I remember specifically one afternoon being told that the reason why, and I, I think this is not Kabbalistic or mystical, I think this is just pretty rote, but that the reason why women have fewer commandments is because we are ultimately obligated with the most important action in human existence, which is to birth children. So we don't need all of your tefillin and talis and all of that stuff because we reach our madrega with this one magical act. Of course, that doesn't really answer the rabbi's questions, which is really about how wasn't really about women giving birth to a healthy baby, which is of itself a, an act that requires responsibility and care. Actually, what the rabbis are talking about is how they were raised, which is the rest of their lives with their mothers. And to me, that strikes me as something that much harder to get at. And so how are we to think about that? How are we to formulate this tension as we contemplate the act of raising a child as set apart from delivering a healthy baby? Can we see it? Is it possible to see it? And one at the same time as being a utterly entirely human act predicated on a mother's good sense and character, and at the same time, some kind of divinely inspired and guided process in which the mother is as much of a vessel as we all are of, of the divine will. I mean, I don't know. Women also gave birth to serial killers. So like, there's some part of this conversation that by dint of being had among people who all saw themselves as superior specimens, we're having a limited conversation. I guess the question is, how do women feel about being given the responsibility of giving birth to humans? And, you know, I always lose the thread of conversations like this because I feel motherhood is so complicated and it's, it's made more complicated by the organization of contemporary society which makes it so hard to have and raise children and certainly to have and raise children in the time that one needs in order for our bodies to actually do it. There's something infuriating about the conversation, like where I want to say, oh, great, like now we're going to remind women what a magical thing their bodies can do while also making them live in a universe where they probably can't do it or can't do it in the way that they want to. But on the flip side, I also want to say that I appreciate the reminder of how special it is and the reminder of how ancient the appreciation for it is. Alana Newhouse, as ever, thank you so much for bringing so much light and wisdom into the world and into the show. Thank you for being our guest. Thank you so much. This has been Take One a production of Tablet Studios. If you enjoy this show, and I hope you do, please go and rate and review us on iTunes or whatever platform you use to listen to podcasts. Each week, we'll be releasing new episodes Monday through Friday, covering the entire weekly portion of Dafyomi. I'm your host, Leah Leibowitz, and our producers are Josh Cross, Sarah Fredman-Ader, and Robert Scarmuccia. For more information, go to tabletmag.com slash takeone or email us at takeone at tabletmag.com. You could find us on Twitter at takeone.fiomi or join our Facebook group by searching for Take One Podcast. I hope we've made your day a little bit more Talmudic and we'll see you again soon. Mm-hmm.